Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to the latest installment of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got Joe Kaleo joining us here in just a moment to unpack another wealth management-related topic. You know that's what we tackle here on the show, and today we got a really good one for you. You know, we're kind of revisiting an older topic that we had discussed, the idea of a stress test, really, but Today we're talking about it for a unique group of people. Specifically, we've got a question for our business owner friends out there. And the question is, how confident are you that your business planning efforts are, go- are on, you know, they're on track and they're gonna get you to where you, the company's owner, wanna be down the line. Well, today we're gonna be talking about the fact that, well, it's just an unfortunate fact that many business owners are not on that right path and their wealth plan is not on the path to get them to where they want to be. And today we're going to talk to Joe just exactly how business owners can be stress testing their companies, their wealth plan overall to get them on that path to abundant living. So that being said, let's go ahead and get Joe out here and get today's conversation rolling. Joe, it is good to see you today. How you doing? Ryan, great to see you, bud. Doing well. How about yourself? I am doing well. Can't complain. I'm excited for today's topic. You know, of course, we've covered stress tests. We've, you know, we've discussed it in various episodes here and there. But today we're we're really honing in on business owners. So, Joe, let's start high level for those that are joining us here that maybe missed out on that, you know, initial conversation that we had surrounding stress tests. Let's talk. Let's just set the scene here, Joe. What exactly does a stress test entail from a high level here? Yeah, from a high level, Ryan, stress testing is generally taking whatever financial goal you have and putting it through its paces. In other words, how likely are you going to meet the goals that you've set for yourself in various conditions? And in this case, what we're talking about today is business owners. But with business owners, statistically, generally 90% of all business owners have 80% of their wealth tied up in their business. Well, in this case, you've got to look at both business planning efforts and wealth planning efforts and how that impacts both going through the paces of both. So it's important for us to look at that. And so stress testing is done primarily or has been by entrepreneurs with hundreds of million dollars of net worth. But slowly over time, it's become increasingly common amongst entrepreneurs of various wealth levels. And so it's still a matter of assessing both personal wealth as well as business strategies and how the two affect the other areas. Roger that. So in terms of a bottom line here, Joe, it sounds like stress testing is ultimately, it's designed to help you see whether or not you are going to end up in that position where you want to end up and expect to end up in, you know, based on your current plan and how your finances are positioned. Am I correct in saying that? Right on target. I mean, it's important to realize that stress testing is focused on results. Some entrepreneurs, as well as some legal and financial advisors, will generally think it's about a certain product or a legal tool. And yes, that could be uncovered, you know, where a superior tool or product could be used. But that's not the main purpose. It's to determine, again, big picture, whether there's a disconnect of some kind for what the entrepreneur is aiming to achieve and the results that they're actually likely to get with some certainty under certain market conditions. Roger that. And and Joe, there's a lot of different avenues that are, you know, really, you know, gone down throughout the stress test, but let's focus in on one in particular, and that's the the data, you know, the hard numbers that are involved in this process. Talk to me about this and where it comes in to determine whether or not you or your company are on the right track. 
Yeah, certainly the numbers have to be run and rerun and you can't skip that part, right? It's a matter of doing several what-if scenarios and looking at multiple possibilities as to how likely something's going to come out. But the other part is, as well, is the human element. And the human element's a key factor. I mean, and it probably in some ways is even the most important factor because the human element is that personal and the emotional component of wealth planning and how it's likely to include or involve everything and everyone that's important to you, both in the business as well as away from the business and within your family. So a high caliber professional, I mean, needs to conduct the stress test that's going to focus on those aspects of your life and as well as your planning is set up to meet that agenda and your personal agenda. So it's ultimately up to how the numbers match up to what you really care about. Got it. And Joe, we're talking about stress tests here for business owners today. So in your experiences, would you say, are, are there any specific concerns or areas where entrepreneurs or business owners themselves tend to benefit more than most when doing a stress test? You know, like, is there an example or a specific goal or aspect of their business that this most benefits them? Yes. Um, I would say let's talk three high level areas, Ryan. Mm -hmm. specifically that are more encompassing or assess various planning areas and identify different synergies. That said, exit planning is certainly one of them. Asset protection planning and retirement planning. Those are generally the three main areas. Okay. So, I mean, there, those are three big ones. And I, I mean, hey, we've had prior episodes on this show where we've unpacked each one of them, but let's, let's talk about each one of them in respect to the stress test. So let, you mentioned exit planning there at the start. Talk to me about what this entails within the stress test. Yeah, you may remember we've talked a little bit about exit planning, that there are four internal and four external exit strategies when a business owner wants to leave. And so oftentimes, taxes are not the main reason they do what they do, but they could be. There's certainly oftentimes an influencing factor. It's whatever strategy they feel is best for what they want to get out of the business when they get out. But minimizing future estate taxes can certainly be a major component of exit planning. And it's often discussed in almost every instance. So they will often choose a path or think they've got their path down, but then they'll right behind it ask, what will this look like for tax reasons for me? And a study showed only one in about 10 successful entrepreneurs actually acted to freeze the value of their business for this purpose. Now, that move dovetails with estate planning. So it is multifaceted, right? And you have to incorporate several people oftentimes in such a move. But it, take, for example, if you're considering the sale of your company and skillfully ex executed stress testing can identify ways to walk away with more wealth from the sale and ultimately more money that goes to the family instead of the government. Man, uh, yeah, a lot to unpack within exit planning just overall, let alone how a stress test can obviously play a role in exit planning. That next one, though, you mentioned was asset protection. Walk me through what a stress test could help like clarify here with asset protection. Yeah, research also found that more than 85% of successful business owners are concerned about being involved in unjust lawsuits. And the question stress testing asks then, what are we doing about it? And are they likely to get the results they're looking for through their actions. So when you think about it, we find stress testing that successful business owners often do to take steps to protect their wealth. They're generally not covering all the bases. Maybe the indemnification 
communication language and their corporate documents isn't as strong as it should be, or perhaps their commercial insurance coverage is inadequate. Maybe the business isn't structured and, and it could be to limit the amount of asset protection. So there are several things that stress testing can determine whether your wealth is well insulated or if you're taking into account your risk tolerances and concerns. So as an aside to our audience, you're starting to see how a stress test can really play a role in so many different facets. Joe, that last one that you mentioned, that third area was the idea of retirement planning. Talk to me about where a stress test can help out on this front. Ryan, so many times when I engage a business owner or a corporate leader and they talk about retirement, the first thing they focus on is the cost of the match or the cost of the company contribution. And what often gets missed is that's often, yes, an expense to the business, but it can also be a tax write-off depending upon the structure of the business. And so when they begin to see that there could be turnover of their employees more than they realized, and the retirement plan can be a part of it, Stress testing the retirement plan structure and what it's doing to create value in the business is a whole nother way that they've not considered. Nine out of 10 conversations I have with business owners goes in a whole new direction of stress testing for retirement that they've not considered. And because retirement plans can be used for so many different goals, well, that's what we incorporate in the stress test. That first consideration is what are the intended outcome or outcomes for the business? What are the goals of the business owners? Do they want to attract and retain top talent? Or do they want to look to lower corporate taxes? What are the goals? There are no two retirement plans that we've designed exactly the same for any client. So it's not cookie cutter. It's not off the shelf. And neither should the stress test, right? It's understanding what the goals are and are you satisfying those goals? And that gets so important because then, it could lead to other opportunities or just, for example, maybe you're putting in a profit sharing plan. Or I had a conversation with a business owner literally just yesterday. And he says, you know, pension plans are a thing of the past. We've put in three this year and it's for bigger tax savings. Or could it lead to a non-qualified deferred compensation plan? So stress testing retirement plans is something that business owners typically don't even think about and can lead to so many new things for them to benefit and scale and grow their business. Oh, I love that we covered that one. And Joe, you're so right. I mean, that cookie cutter approach, that's the last thing that a stress test brings to the table. I mean, it's that deep dive in on your, your personal, you know, the client's personal goals and how they relate to those finances. So Joe, I mean, we've painted a pretty broad picture here for, for business owners out there with regard to the stress test. Let's kind of, you know, really circle back here and bottom line it for them today. Ultimately, how would you say business owners can be deciding whether or not a stress test is something they should be? considering and maybe follow through on in terms of executing? Yeah, I think if they answer a few key questions that, hey, I may not be where I need to be, then I think a stress test would be helpful for them. For example, when was the last time you evaluated how you personally structured the ownership of your company with an eye towards transferring the business or protecting yourself in the case of a lawsuit? That's a big one and a first one right? Either or of those items. When was the last time you reviewed the indemnification language in your corporate documents? And then finally, when was the last time you reviewed the financial and legal steps you take if important personnel, including partners, unfortunately died or became disabled? Uh, it does happen, 
right? Generally, one in three people are going to be forced into retirement earlier than expected. That includes partners. That includes corporate leadership. And if that were to happen, does that create an issue? So if you're not sure on any of those answers, or if it's been years since you've looked at some of these, it may be time to do a stress test and say, how prepared are we for the next three to five to 10 years? And in the process, do some wealth planning to see if it's an ideal time to uncover all of it. When you do some stress testing for the business owner, it's a dual track, Ryan, of wealth planning and business planning analysis. And so both are important and we tend to do them in 90 day cycles. So it's very important to look at both goals, both agendas and see where you are on both paths. They run simultaneously. Roger that. And so let's say that business owner is thinking about moving through that process and going into stress testing. Joe, any any other final thoughts for them as we wrap up today, just on things that they should be considering? Yeah, I could go through a whole litany of things, but I'll try and keep it short, right? With changes in tax laws and regulations, are you taking full advantage of the ways you can reduce your corporate and personal tax bills? That's one. Are you making use of all corporate risk mitigation strategies currently available to your business? And then are you getting the most from your qualified and potentially non-qualified retirement plans? I mean, the upshot is it's probably worth considering stress testing for at least a few key areas of the business, whether it's a question of plans being up to date or making sure you've got all available financial and legal options considered. So stress testing looks at a lot, considers a lot, and could uncover some things along the way that really improve things for you in the future. Absolutely. Well, Joe, look, hey, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to dive into this idea of the stress test and just how it can really be leveraged for business owners, because we've talked about it on that grander scale. But, you know, there really are some specific strategies and things to consider for business owners specifically. So I appreciate you walking us through that, going through that. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to jumping back with you on the next one. Sounds great, Ryan. See you soon. All right. Take it easy, Joe. And hey, look, as always, we want to say one final thank you. And we appreciate you jumping aboard for those out in our audience listening and watching the show today. If you guys took anything away from today's conversation, as always, we encourage you to leave a comment or subscribe to the show on whichever platform you're checking us out on today. And then, of course, share this information with any friends, family, and in, of course, in today's instance, business owners. You know, hey, we're talking about stress testing for business owners. And I bet there's a few of you out there that are considering, hey, maybe I myself need to go through this or maybe you have a friend or family member that also it should be considering something like this so that being said we appreciate you guys jumping aboard and being with us here on the episode of your money and a cup of joe we'll see you on the next one This presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. UBS Financial Services Incorporated does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. This material is made available for use by CEG. Neither UBS Financial Services Incorporated nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. 
Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services Incorporated is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, member SIPC. Joe Kaleo at Kaleo Wealth Management Group, UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Office address 200 West Highway 6, Suite 400 in Waco, Texas, 76712.